Hi, and welcome to Cheers to You. My name is Brooke Voris, and I am CEO and founder of Brooke Voris Weddings. We are wedding planners and consultants, and sometimes we even take on the role of an unlicensed therapist when needed. This show is going to give you a behind-the-scenes look at what really goes on in a wedding planner's life. Throw in a meticulously neat husband, a handful of energetic kids, a crazy dog, and an overly close, overly opinionated family, and you have just been introduced into my world. It is a full, fabulous, fun life with big and small wins, but also a lot of bumps along the way. However good or bad, they have all brought me to this moment, and I would love to share them with you. Let's get started. Cheers to you. Hi, and welcome to episode 17 of our 30 Timeline Topics in 30 Days. Today, our topic is going to be room blocks and how to make your guests feel extra special for your wedding. So there's a lot of confusion around room blocks. Some people don't feel that it's necessary to book rooms for their guests because they don't feel like they're going to stay. And most of the time, you have a pretty good idea of whether or not your guests are coming in from out of state or if they're local and where they're staying. But sometimes people just love to get away. So when you're looking into room blocks, there's a couple things that you should consider. First and foremost, you want to make sure it's close to the wedding venue. So that being said, make sure that you're also not having to travel on a main highway if it's possible to take a back way. And I say that because Where we live in Pennsylvania, we are kind of in a hub for a lot of main highways. And what happens is it's great when you do a search, a Google search or a map search that says like, okay, how far from the hotel to the wedding? And what they'll do is they'll put you on, you know, the Blue Route, which is a main highway around us. And yeah, it's only five, 10 minutes when you get on the Blue Route. But what people also don't realize is that is one of our main traffic areas. So if your wedding falls on a weekend that happens to be a shore weekend, which means like a summer weekend where people are heading down to the Jersey shore points, it is going to be gridlocked at certain times. So you want to make sure your guests can get around a back way if possible. Now, I say this because of two reasons. One, because certainly if your guests are there, you don't want them showing up late to the ceremony and interrupting your ceremony. But two is because if that's where you've decided to get ready and you're coming from that location as well, well, you're going to need a way to get to the ceremony space quickly too. So you want to make sure that your room block or blocks are close by to the venue space because you don't want to arrive late to your wedding. So there's also another school of thought with the room blocks. What does it hurt to have two in two different price points? One for maybe the bridal party where you're getting ready, if you need more amenities available to you, sure, that would be a room block for you. But then maybe there are other guests that don't want to spend as much money and don't need as many amenities. And they've decided to do a lesser option. So you can provide a second room block and let them have the option of choosing a higher price point or a lower price point. The only reason it would affect you as the couple is if the contract reads that you're responsible to pay 
for the room blocks. Now, I know that sounds crazy because it's supposed to be everybody pays for their own room when they call the hotel. And what hotels typically will do is hold 10 rooms at the beginning, 10 to 20 rooms in the beginning. And then once they book up, they'll allow you to open up additional rooms if they have the availability. So what happens is the first 10 rooms get booked and then the next 10 get opened. And then they have maybe a month prior to the wedding that they'll hold those rooms open for you and then they'll release them back into the regular population. So a room block essentially gives your guests a lower price than what they can get out on you know, a regular search or if they call the hotel themselves because you're guaranteeing that you're gonna you're going to fill a certain amount of rooms. Hey podcast listeners, this is Brooke Voris. I don't know about you, but I'm a person that wears many different hats. So I am constantly looking for easier ways to get things done, especially in today's world when it isn't so easy to leave the house anymore. Brooke Voris Weddings is in the final stages of launching a virtual workshop for all of the couples that need some upfront help planning the big day. All of this is done via your computer in the comfort of your own space. This is specifically for people who do not need in-person help on their wedding day, but just need some direction in putting it all together. This is designed for the couples that have day of coordinators included at their venue already, but realized quickly, other than handing them a list of preferred vendors, they aren't able to assist much with anything else until the actual wedding day. It's also for someone who says, I really just don't have the time to look everything up, or where do I start? If any of this sounds like you, reach out to us at brookevoriswedings.com and let us know that you're a podcast subscriber by clicking on the virtual planning workshop and entering in Cheers to You. We will send you information on the workshop and its pricing. The first 20 people to register will be given 50% off the total price of the workshop. Yes, you heard me correctly. It is an incredible deal and my way to say thank you to you for being a valued listener. Now, some hotels will put in their contract that if you don't fill those rooms, that they don't get released back into the population, but instead your credit card, you are the couple's credit card will get charged. So whenever you're looking at room blocks, make sure you know what the contract says. You do not want to be on the hook for extra rooms if you don't have to be. And there are plenty of hotels out there that won't do that to you. So here's the recap on this. Four room blocks. Offer a room block to your guests, whether you think people will use it or not. As long as the contract says, we'll hold this room at this lower rate until X date, and then we release it back into the population, there's no skin off your nose. The other thing is make sure the rooms are close enough to your venue space where if there is traffic on one of the major highways, you still have enough time to go around a back way and to get to your ceremony space without any kind of dilemma. The other thing is this, if you are going to talk, if you are thinking of doing a room block, Oftentimes, people are doing little welcome bags for their guests now, and what they're putting in their welcome bags is the itinerary. So if you're having a rehearsal dinner and guests are coming in for the rehearsal dinner, you'll give a welcome bag the night that they check in with the time, the location of the rehearsal dinner, and then 
they'll give the time that the shuttle would pick up if you are doing a shuttle service for your guests on the wedding day and what time they should be down there to get the shuttle and what time the shuttle will return back to the hotel and what time the ceremony starts and where the location is. And if they're going to be in for a weekend, sometimes you'll put in there like, oh, you might want to check out this on your, you know, on the day that we don't have any activities planned or if there's a brunch after. All of this would go in the agenda or on the itinerary in the welcome bags when people first check in. And any kind of main phone number, like someone's point of contact that could always, you know, be reached if need be, like maybe a parent or an aunt or an uncle that could kind of be like the go-to person for your guests if they need to be. Because the couple is going to be busy, but the guests are going to have some downtime. So give them a contact if they need someone to reach out to other than you, because you are going to have a lot going on. But you do want to give your guests some consideration by offering them someone else to reach out to if need be. So that all being said, there are so many ways to go about it. But if you can offer a room block at a discounted price for your guests, you will be surprised at how many people might take you up on that because they want to do the shuttle service or they want to have the night away from home, especially if they have kids and they have someone watching their kids overnight. They want to enjoy this as much as you do. Trust me. I know being a mom, I love getting to go out without the kids and have a night out with Mike and just enjoy ourselves and laugh and not worry about what they are up to. And this is an opportunity for a lot of people to do just that. When including room block in your planning, if you did want to do a brunch the next day or a breakfast, a lot of times the hotels will give you a complimentary breakfast in the morning. So instead of adding that extra expense on your shoulders, if you find a hotel block that has some kind of continental breakfast or complimentary breakfast in the morning, you can put on your itinerary. The couple will be arriving at breakfast at 9.30 and would love to have, you know, have a couple moments with you, our guests, to just think about and talk about the night before and all the fun that you had. So consider that when you're booking a room block because that's a big expense that can be saved if you're interested in something like that. Hi, Brooke Voris here. If you like what you heard on the show, cheers to you then please leave us a review, subscribe to the show, or forward it on to a friend. It would be greatly appreciated. Something on your mind? Don't forget to go to brookevoriswettings.com to submit your question so it can be discussed on the show. Thank you for listening and cheers to you.